Okay, folks, Dave here. Um, we've got to have a little chat before we go any further. Tonight's podcast uh, hit God knows how many technical problems, and so I thought I'd just take a couple of minutes to talk about, in general, the problems we have had been, re- been having recently. A lot of the podcasts we, we have edited that have been reviews, we've sort of had to stitch together afterwards because they'll be written into several tracks because Chris will have some kind of technical problem with a cable or a microphone or something like that. Uh, for the Star Trek Into uh, Darkness review, I had to sort of do another sign-off because uh, we lost the ending of it and it was it was about seven or eight tracks to stitch together. Um, but it's hit us harder tonight, or on tonight's podcast, than any other recently. Uh, Chris hit a technical problem round about an hour into the podcast. I say roundabout because I need to edit the start of it and so on, and now you've got this spiel here going on the front of it. Um, but around an hour and something in, Chris disappeared, and when he came back, well, first of all, I thought he was doing sort of a baby lamb impression, because when he laughed, it sounded like this. <laughs> and when he went to make sort of an impassioned point about something, it sounded like this. And then when he kind of agreed with us on something, he would just very sweetly say, Yes. Yeah, so that was untenable. But the thing is, as I went through the recording to edit it, it was about 42 minutes. And of course, being a commentary, I can't edit that out. I can edit out his side of the conversation, though. But we thought the end result was good enough that we wanted to go ahead and put this out. So you've got about 40-odd minutes of this podcast, which is just me and Becca, and an awful lot of that bit of the podcast was me talking to Chris. So you've got some bizarre bits of conversation. So anyway, I thought we ought to explain that before we put this out. We hope you enjoy the show. Chris is uh, trying to sort out the various problems he's been having with his PC. We hope this is going to be a thing of the past soon. Bear with us, apologies for this, but bits of it were, were good enough that we just wanted to put this out for you. So enjoy Moonraker, folks, and we will speak to you soon. Hello, podcast listeners, fans, and fans of film and shit. It's, uh, it's the D Expected to Talk Commentaries, and uh, I am your commentary host, I guess, because, uh, you know, Rebecca can't be asked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> Well, you know. Cheers. There's the clue. She's always drunk for these. <laughs> yeah, no, um, no, I, yeah, I thought I'd give her a break, you know, if I'm doing a, a hard work and hosting. You know, no fun facts this week. Um, it is, uh, we're, doing, we're going back to Bond. We're keeping true to our roots. Um, That's 1996 British Open champion <laughs> Nigel Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, we. Um, because of our name, because of our, uh, of our how was it? Was it listeners' feedback that that caused it, or was it? Was that what sparked this? Becca, idea? Got, Becca, Becca did get asked by a listener if we would consider doing Bond commentaries. Okay, and we'll, we more can, often, we can, as can, opposed to yeah. a few weeks during the series. Yeah, I was going to say, like, well, we already done them. <laughs> yeah, you lazy twat! Have a look back through our back catalogue. <laughs> but no, no I kind of put. I put the idea out saying if anybody wanted us to do any further Bond commentaries. Um, and, yeah, one of the films we're doing tonight was one suggested to us, so here we are. Yeah, yeah and we just thought it would be a nice kind of way to sort of just remind um, 
listeners and newcomers to and kind of it kind of makes sense um, to our name really like why are you talk we not even talking about we talk about Marvel and shit uh, so, um, <laughs> yeah we started life as a Bond podcast so yeah. here we are doing another commentary on a Bond movie yeah so tentatively we think it's something we can do between series yes just one off as yeah. nuggets, like you it. lovely listeners um, taking in turns yes. to pick plus it'll be nice sort of revisit the film kind of way without you know, repeating ourselves too much. And having said that, not to give it away, fuck me, did I visit this film a lot? <laughs> yeah, you, you did actually, Dave. Oh I forgot this was, about that when you this was one of those many, many sort of cancelled and postponed episodes. So every time we like rescheduled, I rewatched, and I saw it five <laughs> times. <laughs> so in theory, you should know it off by heart. Was um, yeah. this the film that you've seen the most in our commentary? In prep, yeah. I mean, it's not the Bond film I've seen the most. I couldn't even tell you what that was, but certainly in prep. I watched it when we were still doing Connery, just to sort of ease myself into the Roger Moore era. Into Roger. Um, obviously gives away which Bond it is. Um, but then in prepping for it, I watched the film four times, and that's not including commentaries and stuff. Yeah. Um, and what all came close to that was Diamonds after before that? Uh, Diamonds, I think. Or did it just yeah. feel like it? I diamonds, I watched. Diamonds, I had to watch multiple times as well. I mean, I, I it depends. I mean, I mean, it depends whether you count commentaries or not. Listeners, this man suffers for his art. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least Diamonds produced a really good episode. I, I'm not convinced our first stab at this was that amazing. It was certainly decent. But um, yeah, we're coming back to one of the Roger Moore films tonight. In case you're wondering what that film is that they've seen so much. Tell us, which movie are we commentating on tonight? Well, it's actually your choice, Becca. We've decided we're going to do them in... Uh, we're going to sort of choose in order. So uh, we're moving on to Superman after after this. And um, when we finish that series, if we're of a mind to do another Bond film, Chris will select one and so on. So actually, you can tell us what you've selected. Bond in space. That's right. Yes, it's Moonraker. Pew, pew, laser, laser Bond. Pew, pew. Uh, by the way, uh, sorry, I, I just looked at the screen. Then I thought that was like <laughs> effects from the film. I thought I didn't play. Yeah, yeah. It's more. It's more. Got the an angel. There's no noise in space. You know what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> it's in, sp- in space. No one can hear you, bonk. Um, no one can hear you, lech. <laughs> um, but yeah, seeing as like uh, I am the host, I've not even introduced you guys. Uh, so. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Rebecca Andrews and uh, David Bond. Uh, Hello. Not, 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 not related to uh, to James, of course, but uh, there you I are. I thought you meant not related to each other. I thought, <laughs> why would people think that? We don't have the same names or anything. <laughs> Heir to the Andrews Liver Salts Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Andrews Antacid, actually. Other Antacids and Liver Salts are available. Yes. I think that's always important to say. Except, for example, Bourbon <laughs> Biscuits. They're the only biscuit. The official biscuit of Do You Expect Us Talk? Indeed. You would choose, like, the biscuit that I just actively avoid. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's like, if, it's a, if there's, a, like, a biscuit you can, Yeah, but you get alcohol because you're sat with a dry wine spritzer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stick with that. Uh, the bourbon so, um, yeah, this is, like... Have a big show. Yeah, this is, like, Bond versus Jaws 2, really, isn't it? So... What, Roy Scheider? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry, not the, not the robo-turred shark, but obviously Richard Keel. Yes. God rest mm. his soul. So, um, 
Oh, should we just crack on with it, guys? Uh, as Let's crack one off. Yes. In <laughs> standard commentary form, we are watching the Blu-ray. Uh, I am on the Initiate mission. And I am uh, watching on my brand new TV. Yes. Ooh, uh, we, won't, we won't date the episode because people will listen to this in five years' time and gone, what a bag of nails he's brought there. Yeah. <laughs> so we won't review it. 4K? Just, just imagine it's like, it, it's like... in 12K it is. <laughs> 4K. Into like, your it, retina. It, 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 it has to go 12 <laughs> kilometres to watch it. It'd be like, it'd be like me like, to, like, sort of saying now, like, I'll watch it on my glorious VHR. <laughs> Because Roger, Roger appears to have changed the light bulb about 15 times on this. And your CRT. So, How many bombs does it take to change a light bulb? One. Roger. Good Roger. As we are on the menu, on uh, initiate mission, as it says on the thing, which basically means play. So, so uh, on three, Becca. On three. On three. <laughs> okay. Okay. One. The important one of those three is three. 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 So okay. don't play, play now. That was just so a press play on three. One, two, three, and away we go. We are currently watching the sequel to the greatest film ever made. Oh, I jumped forward to a, a later part of the film myself then. I've yeah. just put... Well, I'm about 10 seconds in. Is that about right, Becca? 14, 15... Yeah, I'm there. All right, that'll do. Close enough. Um, yeah, listeners, we had an abortive attempt to sort of start this. We, we only ran about a minute, but that's why we're a bit confused where we are now. Anyway. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Roger walking against a vanilla background in flares. <laughs> Gotta love those flares. And that will that will haunt until another another decade. Do you think that's meant to be white and they just needed a lick of paint? No, it's the the theme of the seventies. <clears throat> oh God, we got cut to the middle of a graphic love scene between a plane <laughs> and a space shuttle. Yeah, interspecies breeding. Yeah, it will fly past again in a minute, and the, and the other one will be underneath, and it'll turn around the other way. This this dude here was previously mm-hmm. in the navy. Then I was in the RAF. <clears throat> do you mean in the films, or do you just stalk him? No. <laughs> and, and the spy who loved me obviously appeared mm. as, a, as oh. a naval officer. Oh, was he the guy who, like, uh, the kind of young guy gets shot? Trying to yeah. Get, yeah. Um... He's got a very long double-barreled name. I should find out what he's called. But anyway, yeah, so he's much with the, min- the minister who's uh, switched allegiances. He's also switched jobs. Mm. So we had a couple of requests for Moonraker. I think we had two or three, and Chris mentioned it as well. So, yeah, this seemed quite a popular choice. Looking forward to it. Forgive me asking a stupid question, but did he actually transport space shuttles like that? Uh, Because it looks absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. Wasn't that the idea for... um, Wasn't that the idea for um, Branson's crafts? I think oh, so. Yeah, that, that rings the bell. Batman. <laughs> that phone. Um, but I like yeah. how like how, how the uh, the plane explodes and it just drops out the sky, like <laughs> as you do. It's probably just from the sky. Does one of them's office have a have a you know his library? I don't recall. <gasps> well, we did talk about whether he'd read those books, but I think that may have been when Ray Fiennes had it. Yes, that's true, actually. 
Oh, he's on oh, his last oh, leg. See that? See that? Last leg. That's probably the most Roger Moore outfit ever, isn't it? The blazer and the polo. <laughs> yeah. With the polo neck. The one about my ears will pop. I think that's probably one of my favourite lines in the Roger Moore series. Yeah, I didn't know that happened. I I should have paid attention in sex education. <laughs> I'd have been a lot gentler with women if I knew that was going to happen. Ears will pop. He does, he does look dressed for action in a sort of Alan Partridge sense, mm. doesn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, I think Alan Partridge modelled himself on it. Mm. Well, he was firmly in the Roger camp, wasn't he? So, like, so now, this is really weird because it, it's all the low action stuff that clearly wasn't Roger. <laughs> and yet all this stuff, which isn't Roger either, looks a lot more realistic as he's flying or falling. Blatantly not wearing a parachute underneath that. No, clearly not. Oh dear, I forgot about the sequence. Oh dear. Yeah, well, well done. Throw oh yeah, let's do Moonraker. Throw, I forgot about this. Throw the, throw the guy out of a plane, he hasn't got a parachute on. Well, yeah, mm. he's got a parachute on. Yeah, well done, James. Like nine never day. Oh look, parachutes for the both of us. Whoops, not anymore. Thanks for that. Anyway. Face <laughs> um, gravity. What, you know, because that's, like, that's what gravity is. Now the stunt man. You can't kill he, my he goes, jeans. Right, here we go. I'm going to bury my jeans. I'm going to bury my nose in his asshole to distract him. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> no, but my jeans can kill you. That's the line. Bottoms yeah. up. Look, here we go. Yeah, bottoms Whoa, up. Right in his ass. <laughs> 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 Chris, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then the whole sequence finishes with a silhouette of Bond's crotch. <laughs> Very sexy sequence. Where was this filmed? Is this? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know where this parachute place uh, took place. Parachute jump. Um, I'm trying to think. Most of this film was was filmed in France, but that probably yeah, like France, um, areas of South did, America as well. I think, I think they did go to Rio, didn't they? Yeah, Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> That's the action shot we need to see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's the most important part. Yeah, uh, I think that. I think that He's probably. Got the clip. He's that, got. That obviously wasn't yeah. Roger. That that influenced uh, uh, Justin Lin in the Fast and Furious films. Right, clearly. He, he, he got that sort of high octane action. He, now Jaws is paying no attention here. He didn't even see that the best technique is to bury your face in <laughs> their asshole. He, he, does, he, he does look terrifying with his like arms outspread, doesn't he? Like he's obsessed with biting legs. Quite bitey, um, num num. Like yeah, but like that, what like it's going to do anything? And he's called Jaws. Just... What did you expect? Well, no, exactly. That's it. See, you can you watch a scene like this, and then we've got the similar sort of scene in Quantum of Solace, and it's like there's ways of doing it better. I, 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 yeah. I, I forgot the bit where Daniel Craig fell into a circus tent in Quantum Solace. Yeah, he flapped his arms first. <laughs> <laughs> flap, flap, flap. There you go. I think we should get a close-up of a spy's crotch. That'll sort it out. There we are. Good Here we go. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's a very relaxing kind of theme. That's what you want from your action films, to relax. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, after, a after, great after, after big really action for, scene. A great big you know, forgetful ballad. Yeah. Oh, like Moonraker. <laughs> this is where I get to plug. I bet you music. like anything wistful, though. I bet you like anything where the singer's got a guitar and is just staring wistfully into oh. space. Well, it's you know it's quite an action-packed scene. Um, 
So yeah, need we need to calm a, down. Yes. Yeah, I need a bit of a bit of a breather to get into the phone proper, didn't you? I think. Yeah, we were getting overexcited. To be fair, how how, how <laughs> many um the uh, the pre titles? How many have like naked girls on the trampoline? Because most of them. Because because spy uh-huh. spy definitely has. Spy does. I am wondering if William Shatner trained them. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know he likes the trampoline into action. He does. Boing. <laughs> I, I, I just think, like, I, 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 he had such an effect on the series, Morris Binder, but it's just all like, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just have, like, a, a, a naked chick just spinning around, not actually meaning anything. It doesn't mean a thing, does it? <laughs> and now she's, um, I don't they're, know what and, that and is. And then they're flying. They're literally... Yeah. I tell you what, pl- I tell you what, plane spotting would be more active in that area, wouldn't it? <laughs> My God, she's in the nip. And that's British Airways, there, isn't it? I don't know what airline that was meant to be. BB <laughs> Airlines. See what is that all about? What is like, uh, just like, oh no, found this fancy effect. Oh, oh yeah, we'll on. use it. Just scroll down, and that's Johnny Rotten or something. <laughs> and they do that oh. quite. They do that quite a lot. Like, sort of get a massive blow dryer. And just yeah. and just like sort of move the camera for, like down like on a yeah thanks for that <laughs> this is you can you, you actually can see a nipple actually can see actually nipples tell, you oh, can Chris you've seen nipples before yeah but this is a PG film Jesus <gasps> side boob R- right to the BBFC and say I've just watched 1979 <laughs> <laughs> About thirty years late but I've just seen this get, get, what, get what, classified at fifteen now like. I wasn't 15 in 1979. In fact, I wasn't even born, you should tell born me. born in 1979. This is not allowed. I watched it from the comfort of my dad's testicles. There's <laughs> a glint in my mum's eye. What a moment. Now yeah, they, anyway, they're, they're, they're all up. diving in front of... That's either Krypton or an oven. An oven. <laughs> an ovary. Or crystal maze. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to go see. Go and listen to oh, Cue the Music. Here we go. This, this, is, this is before you go into Cue the Music. Watch this. This is this is the bit I talked about. This is Cue. You're very worried, Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> just watch Desmond Llewellyn there. He does look very worried. He's he's just he, 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 he just looks a little bit annoyed, like a little bit. Oh, I don't know. Have I, have I, I pissed have, off? Have I left the oven on? I'm not sure. I have. What's what? What's my? <laughs> have I left the iron on? <laughs> Well, Desmond, what's ha- imagine you've picked up the Times crossword and someone's already done it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, hang on a bit. Freddie Gray stood up. It must be serious. <gasps> oh, no, no, it's not that serious. It's all calming down. Look. <laughs> it's too much excitement for one day. Yeah. Look at that collar. Bloody hell. Which one? <laughs> Rogers. Very wide. It's not too bad. Oh, the lapel is, yeah. Wide lapels, yeah. Yeah. He actually looks better in this film than the last one, though. He does. Uh, now then, if you look here with this pointy device. If you look at this mirror, we'll see. Look at, <laughs> look at you. You get all the ladies. He looks alright in this film. Roger just has the same expression in almost every scene he's ever in. What that, that, what, what that kind of like. Serious... Someone farted. <laughs> 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 No, to be fair, he does raise his eyebrows when the ladies are around. Yeah, well, that's different. Mm. You've got to show him things will go up on command. <laughs> He's very well tailored, though. 
He is in this film. They put him in a lot of grey in this, uh, black in this film as well later on. I always think those books aren't real behind him. They kind of look like, they do look like a prop. They probably are. But then I I think when you got like really proper old books, they almost don't look real, do they? Because they're so pristine. Old first editions. Yeah, they're probably just a panel that you take off and they all look like that anyway. There's nothing behind them. See, when when you're growing up, you see that, you think, oh, wow, that looks really cool. Like, what's seeing it now? I think, that's not very fucking discreet, is it? (laughs) No, it's not. I mean, it's it's like, it's a hidden blade, isn't it? When when he kills Drax, it'll be Risky Ass ass Captain Pache. (laughs) Or maybe one of those fake books, you you pull one and it revolves around to a secret lair. The thing on his wrist, not the books. No, I know. But I was suddenly thinking, to his wrist. They're in there. <laughs> Seventy-two. No, I know about his dark gun. But I suddenly thought, oh, what if you just pull one and there's like a secret? I don't know. Novel. Secret gentleman's club in M's office that we never knew about. Oh, I see. Well, they'd be the Batcave, wouldn't they? Batcave. That's the one. M. Corinne Dufour. Now, I think most of this is France. This was an Anglo-French production. Mm. Quite shocking rear projection. Uh, yeah, mind you, we were getting that right the way through to Golden Eye. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they weren't. This was fairly big budget. I think I can't remember what I said it was now. I think it was about 28 million or something like that. Was it? Yeah, something like that. 28 million, I think. Fairly big for its day. Watch Roger remote. He doesn't make quite well in this film. Pay attention, Roger. I've always said that. I think this should have been his uh, his last Bond film. Mm, yeah, as long as for your eyes only still got made. Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't give a shit if it was dull or something. That'd be cool. Obviously, Max the Parrot wouldn't have had such a comfortable retirement. Give us a kiss. Wouldn't have got a payday. Mind you, it's in the living daylights. Uh, yeah, Octopussy and uh, View to Kill would have been vastly different. But it would have been interesting to see what it would have been like. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'm not so sure about Octopussy in that, like, I, I can't picture it as anything other than a Roger Moore film. But A View to a Kill, I can. A younger man going up against Zorin and stuff. But even if you didn't change that much of the film, I think having, like, a Dalton would change the whole tone and feel of it. Well, I mean, I I really like For Your Eyes Only, and I genuinely believe I would have ranked it above. I, th- I it's a guess because we'll never know for certain, but I honestly think the film it would have become would have ranked above The Living Daylights. Yeah, because it's only it's only a few missteps away from being that anyway, for me. But th- this is properly beautiful. Somebody told me at the outset of this series, oh, Moonraker's a gorgeous film, and and I'd never really paid much attention before. But they're really right. It's lovely. It's been nicely transferred as well. That's um, that's, that's yeah, it does look very good. That's a famous um, well, obviously it's something that size, but that's uh, something quite famous that that building, isn't it? I don't know. I'm just going to look it up actually. So apologies for the typing because I thought that myself. But um, I whatever I thought it was, I've forgotten. So I can't I can't actually remember. Uh, I need to see filming. Chateau, oh my, I'm going to murder the accent. Chateau de Vaux-le-Vicomte. It is a Baroque French chateau in 
oh, is anyone better at French than me? I'm just aware that my my uh, sort of pronunciation would be wrong. Anyway, it, it is a French chateau. Uh, when was it built? Constructed from 1658 to 1661. Probably won't wimpy then. Cool. I've just been yeah. playing uh, one of the old Assassin's Creed games, Unity, which was the one that was all buggy when it came out. But you were infiltrating a lot of buildings that looked a bit like this. <laughs> yeah. Viva la Revolution. So, yeah. so Drax is supposedly in California. She is. The, the, I love the fact. Uh, is he? I can't remember now. Yeah. No, I, th- I think. Is it? All right. Um, I love the fact that those women, I think we see them twice, just introduced to go, look at those, and that's it. <laughs> there was that's no it yeah, he's, build, he's building this like master race, isn't he? So. I, think, I think when he goes out to like, when they go out shooting in a bit, we get the same thing, like, here's two women. All right, cheers. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if I candy along the way. Now, these, these dogs can eat on fast forward. I like that. I always think of um, Last Action Hero when Charles Dance, like, clicks his fingers and they'll, like, stand up, they do, like, a stand, or stand on top of each other. I've got, I have an admission to make. I've still not seen it. Have you not? No, no. It's, it's right. worth a watch. There, are, there aren't many Arnie films of that era I haven't seen. Um, but I never saw Last Action Hero. Probably because when it came out, it was the real start of a backlash. Mm. Because he'd done, I think his last film may even have been um, Terminator 2. And so he was like the highest paid film star in the world. And this quite sort of self-aware film came out. And it was reviewed as extreme. I can't remember specific reviews, but it was reviewed as very self-indulgent. And um, so there was such a backlash against it. And... You know, it was pre-Netflix and all that kind of thing. I just never got round to it, so I've never seen it. Yeah, it's it's not. I won't say it's kind of flawed, but there yeah. are there there is. It's got a strong idea, and it's got um, it's it's got ambitions to it that you think, okay, you've kind of you've you put too much into it, but it's interesting to see that you, you've actually had a go. You know, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I read whatever I read about what the film's about, and I can barely remember now, yeah, it did strike it strike me that at least it was trying to do something different, and that's fine. See, I hated this performance when I was a kid. You watch Drax here; he's he's not, you know, it it comes off as quite boring when you're a mm-hmm. kid. It's taken me until very recent years to appreciate him. It's very nuanced, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's also that they put him in a jacket that does evoke the Nehru. I don't know if it is a Nehru, but they, they put him in a jacket that's very similar. And so he just kind of seems like a bit of a pay when you're a kid, a pale yeah. Blofeld copy. And his yeah. face is very flat most of the time. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't actually, really emote much, does he? It's quite you need serious. to focus on what he's saying and what he's trying to do. And I actually think it's really good. Yeah, it's a very subtle performance, I think, that he gives. Oh, fucking hell. Look. <laughs> so she's, she's a... A woman? <gasps> a woman? A woman. Mm. Oh, this feels <laughs> fucking mental. Switch great. it off. <laughs> oh, can't he bum some fella? <laughs> <laughs> That's another film entirely. Yeah, this film has a, an inordinate amount of great lines in it. It's just 
You, 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 know, you know who'd be better in this role? Denise Richards. What, than her? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, it's meant to be light fun, Chris. Stop bringing your gritty realism. <laughs> to <laughs> gritty realism. Plus, not only that, what would zero-G pressures do to her boob implants? Explode. Big explosion at the end of the film is just like her tits. I actually do like... Um, uh, I've got a name now. Lois Charles. Lois Charles, yeah. Um, I, I, I used to lump... I've always lumped this film in with the previous one, good and bad, and I kind of lumped her in a bit with Barbara Back and just thought she was a bit flat, but... Turns out it's the opposite, really. Well, she's... she Yeah, she's all right, actually. Oh, I think... I think she may have been offered Triple X first and turned it down. She was having a break from acting. Yeah. I, I don't think she... Well, I, she might be able to do a Russian accent. Oh, but, Barbara Back couldn't. No, no. Well, she couldn't... Uh, she, she can only do emotion. Jesus Christ. Um, but she was capable of having moist breasts. <laughs> Very no, important part of the film. No, but she's actually really good. I mean, like, you'd buy her as a scientist. And then she's not just like, oh, like a dolly. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, hey, I hope he's taken his third nipple off. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going, what's this? Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, um... Oh, uh, I put it on. It will never come off. I've showered. <laughs> oh, cute. This, this to me, is one of Roger Moore's very best scenes. What way he actually looks like he's in pain? But yeah, zero G. I mean, I mean, obviously the sort of you know the air effect that they did to create it oh. less so. But when he gets out, there's Kato. He doesn't, he doesn't overact it, and he looks genuinely like really shaken. But not stirred. So, no, obviously not. <laughs> he's James Bond, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get that in there. Sorry. Uh, oh, you're, you always were such a cunning linguist, Becca. Hey. Why is he whispering in his ear? There's no need. There. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. He's just and that's it. Yeah. <gasps> We've got some makeup on your hand. Actually, that that might be digital noise reduction because his hand looks like wax work. <laughs> it might be actually, yeah. Mm. Look, he does. It looks really weird. It does. <clears throat> Right, Roger's looking serious now. He's probably smelt his own fart there, to be fair. I do wonder, what was the reason why he's actually in this thing? You said that during the review. It's just the, it's just like any time you're given sort of a tour of something, there are things you're offered the chance to try out. Like, this is how we simulate G-forces. Would you like to try it? The yeah, obvious no, answer you. would be no. no. I'm wearing a suit looking suave. <laughs> Hell No. Oh. Leave me, leave me to my raised eyebrow, and I'll might you know, give you something to enjoy. At least so you can put Bond in my old peril, and have yeah. yeah the, the that bit's still real. When you start sort of, they use the gas canister or something to blow sort of air at his face to cause that sort of wrinkling effect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's t- technically how the scene is done. I think it's quite brilliant. I think probably, probably the biggest stunt Roger Moore actually did. Yeah, it's got surely got to be one of the biggest stunts for sure. Yeah, he probably got out of there and went right in future walking. <laughs> I've never Sitting doing that again. And sexy times. 
I do love the quick cuts between like his expression. It's you know turning quicker and then but right cuts still. It's heart rate. Heart rate. Do, do, do you think that's his cum face? No. <laughs> he turns into Popeye. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you live alone for a while, that tends to happens to at least one of your forearms. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way this is edited together. I just think it's really done. And then you got heavy. an anchor on there as a sort of hint. <laughs> no, I never noticed that that little flashback. What yeah, so it cuts sort of his memory. Something. Oh yeah, I've got the wrist start. Oh, what to the office? Yeah, it's just yeah. a little flash of it. We're not yeah. just a cue going. Door. Double seven. Yeah, like cue cue doing it. Obi Wan Kenobi. Use the Darth Bond. Right. <laughs> because, of, because of timing, Becca, we had things to say as you were about to say it. You were about to talk about cue the music. Oh no, just to say, um, listen to their version of the score because I, I, I'm, you know, as much as I love Shirley Bassey and everybody involved in the music of Bond, um, I just, I've got to plug you, you know, cue the music really because I just think they're amazing generally. Um, yeah, I like, like the version of the of the theme. Um, very listening score. So yeah, listen to cue the music. General plugging. It's not one of the showier scores, but it's really good. Yeah, no, it's it's very it's very subtle, and there's a lot of um, I don't know, a lot of little things that you tend to notice. But yeah, it's not one of the kind of Michelle Bassel she's known for like bold and brassy scores. Moonraker um, is probably one of the more laid back. But yeah, it's, it's sort of gentle, easy listening, nice ballad. Um, I like it. You know. Oh, the Man in Black. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, box of milk tray. He's milk tray man, yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, if you tend to get overexcited around the ladies, a grey suit's a really bad idea. <laughs> Do you speak from experience? <laughs> uh, I, I read about it in a magazine. In a book, in a Playboy. Yeah. Um, did Roger ever do... Was he ever the milk tray man? <laughs> I don't think he was. Did he ever do her, yes. Did he ever um, do her? No, I, no it, was, it wasn't famous people, was it? Although I no. tend to remember, I tend to remember the Heineken advert that took the piss out of it. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, he's he's trying to get there to deliver milk tray, but like he keeps like hurting himself, so like he Did throws it. like a little hook up to sort of climb the wall, and it falls back down and hits him on the head and stuff like that, and he ends up giving up and having a beer instead. Having a Heineken instead. Hang on a minute. I think she wants to shag him. <gasps> you don't say. Oh, and he wants to talk about. He hasn't taken the hint. She's gone to sit on the bed, and he's gone. What about the astronaut training program? He's going to be so embarrassed when he realizes. <laughs> it's pretty much my sex life all over. <laughs> what, Roger Moore? Yes. <laughs> What's he like, Chris? Caring, generous, <laughs> bit rough. All of the above. Uh... Yeah. Was this before or after Robert Darby? <laughs> oh, well, well, once you go Darby, you never go back. Oh, I was going to say, what was Robert Darby say? Is he shocked? Yeah, Chris certainly found out why he votes Trump. Has <laughs> <laughs> she got a little tattoo or something there on the hand? I'm sure yeah. we mentioned it before. Takes an umbrella to the bedroom now. Oh, dear. Raisin spunk. Um, uh. Right, okay. I love the look of this film, but Roger in black against a completely dark background wasn't working too well for me. Not ideal. 
Well, you know, yeah, playing in the background, but then he just turns around. It was only for a moment. Yeah, it was only for a moment, to be fair. But, you know, to be fair, I've only seen this film, you know, about 19 times or something. <laughs> it must be like the 20th time now. Oh, I don't know. I've lost count. It's not one of the, even for the, all of that, it's not one of the ones I've seen most, I don't think. Because I really, it was one of the pleasant surprises of the series for me. I mean, I didn't rank it overly high. But it, it's nowhere near as toxic as its reputation. It's got a lovely score. It's one of the better Roger performances. Not one of the very... I mean, it's not for your eyes only level, but he still looks really good in the role. They dress him really well. It's got a good villain. It's beautiful to look at. This film is not all bad by any means. I'm sure people were waiting for us to give it a kicking, and we didn't really, did we? Yeah. I think we were okay to it. It's only at the end where it just gets too, like, silly, yeah. you know. I guess it's silly, doesn't it? Well, yeah, well they go yeah, to space, I think of course. Lo- largely, we were, well, sure. Yeah, largely, I think we were positive. Mm. The pot gold. Eating carrots, Mr. Paul. Oh, this is where he finds out about... Oh, no, I was about to say Vanini. Was that... That's right, isn't it? Vanini Glass. Yeah. Yeah. I suddenly got really confused with the last film because they found something with a sign on it, didn't it? And it was a well done, James! That was... Um, yeah. No, I remember this now. This is where he goes to meet not Helen Slater. Not Helen Slater. Yeah, I think it is Vanini Glass, isn't it? Because they go... Yeah, she's the Venice, um, <clears throat> because it's the glass vials that they use to transport the orchids of death. Yeah, we wanted to um, we wanted to sort of honour our origins as a Bond series, not just by doing the odd uh, commentary, but we're also going to celebrate not Helen Slater by not covering 1984 Supergirl <laughs> during yeah. our Superman series. Yeah, I managed to swerve that bullet. Well, none of us own it. We can't be asked to buy it for the sake of one episode when it's not a Superman film and it's really shit. But it's I kind of think you have to draw. You have to draw the line somewhere. I think. I mean, we can do like all, all the all sort of the main films, but any kind of spin-off or just one of those things. I mean, it's. I mean, some some film podcasts go. You know, they buy like the really obscure films. Mm. Um, we're perhaps not one of those. Um, try to stick as you know as closely to canon as we do. Um, even though we've done, you know, never say never again in the Bond series. Um, yeah, that had Connery that in it though. I suspect well, exactly. Yeah, that, that there was had, a genuine, had, there was a genuine had, link there. I think with I mean, Supergirl. Had, I think we would just leave that be. I think. I think had Christopher Reeve done the mooted cameo he was supposed to do as Superman in Supergirl, we might have ended up feeling there was more of a link in covering it. As it was, it was the Sol Kynes cashing in on a film that wasn't good. That's not to say Superman three and four are good. But they oh, have no. things to laugh at, and then they're enjoyable in a strange kind of way. Not not in any way that you would call good. Superman Four was one of the most embarrassing films ever made. Is that the one where he goes to Milton Keynes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. To the UN, Milton Keynes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you haven't seen it yet, though, have you? You just no, I haven't. Just... No, I just remember reading about it off on Facebook somewhere. And no, I've, I've seen three. Superman Three freaked me out. I remember when I saw it when I was very young. But I haven't seen the fourth one. Yeah. I think Superman two freaked me out because I was so young, and there's a bit in the Lester version where he gets his powers taken away, and you see his face sort of as a skull. Oh dear! That that scared me when I was a kid. 
But then I was four years old when I watched it. Here we go. Look. Yeah. Look at oh, these two. Yeah. Look at these two crackers. These two lovely ladies. <laughs> All right. Cheers then. Bye. That's it. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> For him to go. Hey, look at this. Ladies. Here we are. Not Helen Slater and friends. It's probably just to appreciate <laughs> the fact that he is kind of like building a master race, you know, it's all like dropping. Yeah, that's the whole idea, isn't it? So. Yeah, but he's not is desperate it... for a spider, though, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's just look at the totty I can get. Well, so, you yeah, know, they're, 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 they're he, all presented as countesses. He, or, he is planning on assassinating right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps it's one last piece of eye candy for the contemned man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's what it is. <laughs> I do love this scene. I do. Although I've never bought the idea Roger Moore could hit fucking anything, but there you go. <laughs> He's meant to be an expert, you know, pistol marksman. He is, and he was in the books. Why well. didn't they shoot him? Why didn't they got his Oh for sake. Um I think that actually distracted everybody, that there. And also they want to fire when he fires. So you only hear one shot. Mr. Buffman, did I? I, I love it. Did and he's I? like, shit. <laughs> That's the best one, Chris, I think. Such good sport. Have you gone back? You shoot me in the back while I'm going away. Yeah, he's really pissed off. He's like, oh, damn it. Why is he really concerned that everyone around around there is working for him? And like, there's no, no one's going to be where walking their dog going like, damn, hear a gunshot. Oh my God, what? it's just, you know what I mean? I, Police, um, I just heard a gunshot on the um, on the shooting range. <laughs> How the hell did that happen? Well, you know, I was just walking with dogs and uh, just see, just uh, just observing a young woman getting um, eaten to death, eaten to death by uh, dogs. You know, as you do. And uh, I, I, I couldn't help but think I heard this gunshot. I saw this uh, tall English gentleman fall down. It's weird. Ready? Uh... Oh, do fall over. This is grim. This is weird. Why did she just get into the uh, buggy and just drive off? <laughs> because plot. <laughs> I never thought of that. Do you know all these times I've never. All the times I watched it as well, I've never seen a run. But then they, 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 probably, they, they probably don't go that fast, though, do they, really? <laughs> Imagine her getting in and it's like half the speed you could run at. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> It's like an Austin Powers with the steamroller. No. <laughs> Stop! And you're going at two miles an hour. It is pretty brutal. It is pretty brutal, this, though. Yeah. This is quite a grim death scene, isn't it? For Yeah. I'm actually really well shocked. It's almost like, well, it is something... If, you, if, if this was in a horror film, you would... Be. Yeah, totally. Although there's some there's something in the way she's dressed that I do expect like Bonnie Tyler to start singing or something. <laughs> she needs a bit music. But yeah. Or Renee and Renata. Oh Renee and Renata. Ah, Venezia. Never shot more beautifully than in this film, I don't think. Um in terms of the Bond series, I mean. It looks great here. It, it does look really beautiful. Yeah. Apparently, some work can be quite smelly. Um, if you go at the wrong time of year or even the wrong time of day, I can't even remember now. I think it is largely in summer. It smells a bit sewagey. Yeah, we kind of went, I think, we went, when did we go? Oh, oh, ages ago. Good Hang on a minute. That's not Helen Slater. <laughs> not Helen Slater. Sorry, go on. 
no yeah, i think i mentioned this before but yeah it kind of went like in the summertime um because i think we went quite early in the morning so it was all right bear in mind our moonraker episode was the last one we recorded in 2015 yeah, it was so, a while ago now <laughs> i don't know if you can remember that listeners <laughs> <laughs> Becca talking about a trip to Venice briefly during the- how small it was. Yeah. It just narrows his eyes. I wonder where that was. Pierce Brosnan got it from. Does that, that was a like well, narrowing of the eyes. That was his go-to Bond pose. Well, Pierce was more, really more Roger Moore than any other Bond, wasn't he? Really. I'd say so. Is it in this film? I can't remember if we might have... Uh, here. There's not Helen Slater. <laughs> that's why I was saying that. I should have said about the last one, that's not not Helen Slater. Not not Helen Slater, if you see what I mean. Whereas that's not 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 Helen Slater. Yeah. yeah. Mind you, for years, I, I used to get Lois Charles and Maud Adams mixed up. Really? Why is that? I don't know, I just think they have a similar quality to them. I think they look kind of similar. Or I did when I was a kid, anyway. In, in other words, they both look hot. Well, yeah, but I don't get them mixed up with Helen Slater. Or not Helen Slater. Or not not Helen Slater. Or not 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 Helen Slater. No relation to Christian Slater, of course. Yeah. He's fucking hot. <laughs> that, that bedroom scene with him and Sulu. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting up? You bet your ass. Is that the, <laughs> is that the same place that was in um... Casino Royale? Yeah. Uh, what Pinewood? Oh, okay. <laughs> it was it was shot at Pinewood. That bit in the that bit in the square where they they sort of shoot at the um, pillar. Yeah. And Craig's behind it. That is on a studio set. I think it's meant to be it's, it's meant to be Venice, isn't it? In, in oh yeah. Well, this is obviously, but that. Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah, that seems. It, it, just, it just looked similar there. That's all. I was just like, oh, it did. Oh. It, it did. Oh blimey, it's you, a woman. Call <laughs> <laughs> that one. I wish was a bloke. <laughs> I think we need to do an Are alternate you still recording. Like <laughs> it, it, it is proper, like you know, chat online, like a little bit, a little bit creepy. <laughs> and we like to keep abreast of things. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give a rest of things, whatever. Yeah. To be honest, to leave that line in, you'd cast someone with bigger tits than that one. You put that point. Oh, hey, I'm not criticising. <laughs> I'm just saying, like breast so, puns. So, so basically, not... it's not about the boobs. So basically, Denise Richards would have been better, wouldn't it? Well, you keep saying that, but again, I think that's not going to make it happen, is it? As a doctor, no. You know, because of time and shit. I think Lois Charles is definitely more believable as a doctor. De- Denise Richards would, like, be told to head to space and she'd dive into a swimming pool or something. <laughs> is this the way? <laughs> Do you know, I think you should chat to M. That would help. Hey, this is the Bondola scene, isn't it? <coughs> the Bondola scene? Yeah. Yeah, it's not the Bondola. That's pretty good. I thought this was pretty, it pretty fun. So, like, I, I take it that that um, the guy driving the gondola, I take it he's M, he's MI five as well. I would assume so. Otherwise, he, he's they've not informed him how they've tricked out his gondola before he started. 
No, and it was. He's probably fixed there, isn't he? And then he gets helplessly murdered. When that comes around the corner, I always expect Julie Christie to be stood on it. All right. Oh yeah. At the end of Don't Look Now. Yes. That's a film I haven't seen in a long time. Oh, it's great. I love with, it. With a, with a little girl and a red anorak. Yeah. Good job Bond decided to go that way, isn't it? Otherwise, yeah, he'd be in the reverse. It's quite right. quite an elaborate way to try and assassinate <laughs> someone. Look at the all-action way Roger like ducked the knife there. He moved mm-hmm. his head about a quarter of an inch. <laughs> Look at that speeding up. Yeah, it's always got a bit of charm to it, though, isn't it? I know. I always thought that. I always thought from their reaction, then that thing would blow up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> at the underside of the bridge, and then just blow up. Sounding they were there waiting. I mean, Roger's the biggest target in that thing. <laughs> the only thing that can hit. It's like, oh, yeah. uh, it's like Last we Crusade were, there, isn't it? Hey, they should have had that bloke who's in St. Mark's Square come over, have a look at that, look at his drink, head to St. Mark's Square, and then look again in a bit. A bigger role for Mr. Trilogy box set. <laughs> The double takey pigeon as well. That was a stunt man then. The ship's like, you know, the boats he's on was going along quite slowly because they've sped it up, obviously. And he still needs a stunt man for that. I think he should fall off. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, but they're still so into each other. He's going to put his hand down and feel moisture and get completely. <laughs> the- <laughs> Hey, at least his hair hasn't moved. Cossack really does its job, doesn't it? Now, I think I said this on the commentary. Uh, that thing inflated wrong five times. <laughs> so Roger had several copies of that suit and was pushed into the water many times. Oh, really? He said they were on his last suit when they got it right. Oh, no. I wonder what a pigeon would make of this. <laughs> Most of them are like Oh, God, look. Uh, no, don't fly away. It's the Victor Torjanski. Oh, there must be one still hanging around who thinks, oh, my God, what's happened to me painting? Tony Hart. There, <gasps> oh, there Tony it is. Hart. The double-taking pigeon. It does look Which, a bit awful, doesn't it? I do feel sorry for the dog, because the, the dog really committed to that scene <laughs> and everyone talks about the pigeon. I feel sorry for Victor Torjanski. I, so, I feel sorry for the guy who's got beer poured on him. He got <laughs> films of work out of looking at a fucking drink. <laughs> and you and they and they flew him all over the world for this. He has to drink the same god awful liquor. Here you go. Right, we're going to fly you to Venice, and then just basically sit in St Mark's Square and drink as much as you like. Such a hard life. Such a hard life. So, you know, two years earlier, it's we're going to take you to a nice beach in Rio. Just sit, <laughs> get some race, drink as much as you like. And two Rio, years later, it'll be. Would you like a skiing holiday? What you got to do? Stand up. That's it. <laughs> I'm the, I don't feel that sorry for him. Yeah, bonded stealth mode there. I like this scene. Just from the point of view of of I don't think there's a Bond a, a series. I don't think there's a scene in the Bond film uh, Bond series. Sorry, that telegraphs its intentions so like obviously. Basically, Roger creeps into a room full of glass. 
can't see anything happening there, can you? No, never. The, the prototype mad scientist. Yes. Probably called Klutz as well. <laughs> Professor. They are huge colours. Yeah. Seventies was not time, wasn't it? It was just like they got through a lot of fabric. Okay, that's why I forgot. <laughs> oh shit! Wait, no, that, that was the nineteen eighties, wasn't it? <clears throat> hey, I've just seen Miguel Ferrer's died. What? Miguel Ferrer has no. died. No. <gasps> Ross Miller's just put it up on Facebook. Oh dear! Breaking news. This really, does, this really does date the podcast, really, doesn't it? It will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a shame. Yeah. You can't be very old. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's 30 years nearly since Robocop. But yeah. I, what would that put him in his 60s? Shit. 61. <sighs> oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Uh, died today. Cancer again. Oh, poor dude. Was it cancer, was it? This is a fun deadline, so... Okay, looking at that article. Yeah. Actually, I don't it's know when that picture... I don't know when that... Well, I don't know when that picture in the article was, but he looks very thin there, actually. It on the deadline photo, article. Oh, poor dude. Oh, that's really awful. I really hope the great death, celebrity death march yeah. of... 2016 doesn't carry into 2016. There's a lesson, kids. Never snort coke off hookers' breasts. <laughs> Which generally don't do it, generally. Yeah. What oh. should you snort off hookers' breasts, then? No perfume. Fair enough. <laughs> snort it off. Get a lung full of that. <laughs> don't know. Sugar? No. They'll never see me in this black suit in the middle of the day. Well, the fact that it's daytime is kind of irrelevant given they're indoors in a window. Well, no, but it's just like, it's really obvious, you know. It's like, oh. yeah. Particularly as he's gone in there at night. Oh, no. Look at the acting. Look at this. Can't breathe. You get the impression their faces are about to melt, melt Raiders style. Yeah. <laughs> and Roger responds with looking like he smelt a fart. That's, uh, that's an interesting acting choice there. I'll just it, raise my funny. eyebrow. You, you, you kind of see that sort of scene quite often, don't you, when like scientists get died from the poisonous gas they were supposed to be on? Because it always reminds me of Triple X. Uh, what, the Vin Diesel film? Yeah. Which bit? Oh, I don't remember that. Really? I don't... Yeah, in the... Uh, in, well, not in the new one. Um, we're talking about the 2002 one, the original. Yeah, yeah the, okay. the, well, even though it's more deliberate of the bad guys, they kind of... Uh, sort of set it off to kind of like kill off all, all ties and everything and they just sort of kill off all the scientists who created it. Yeah. But it always kind of reminds me that while Vin Diesel looked on and saw more suffocate to death. There's, uh, <laughs> there's, there's Kato. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, that mask is really helpful. No chance of working out who it is. No. <laughs> you think, well, just wear different coloured trousers as well or something. 
I mean, this is this go proper like, Pink Panther, isn't it? They literally go into like a place where there's vases and shit. <laughs> yeah, look at it. That's a glass break. I'm only surprised Roger's not spending more time trying to sort of catch them and things like that. <laughs> it's a, something but, a bit naked gun about it. You expect yeah. them to fall into a piano or but, something. Or... But, but strangely, I kind of like... if. It, Obviously, if it, this is going back if he was younger, but if they kind of like did like a, a Pink Panther thing with uh, Roger Moore, I I kind of buy it. You know, he kind of suits that kind of like the guy, yeah, the, the guy who would like have like yeah. a have like pay someone to like randomly attack him every so often to do random karate. <laughs> Judo. Respect his art. <laughs> okay. Judo chop. <laughs> Oh, see, Roger didn't, like, throw it, but it got broken anyway. That's what I call comedy. Is it? Is it what you guys call comedy? We're all laughing quite hard by the sound of it. <laughs> there you go. What? Oh, he knows who it is now. Shit. <laughs> Quick run. Rio. Oh, this is where he walks onto the set of Hugo. I remember that. Oh, it is a little bit, isn't it? Mm. The, yeah, in the clock tower. Mind you, I was I was more convinced Hugo could kill me than Roger Moore, to be fair. <laughs> and we get one of the finest Roger one-liners at the end of the sequence. Doing. Is that a serious question? Because I've got no idea. No, it's very a lot of technical difficulties this evening, folks. So sorry if I'm. Well, we had, yeah, just to put that in perspective, we started this recording once and had to start again. Thankfully, unlike on a previous occasion, it wasn't like an hour in or something, it was about a minute and a half in. Um, but also, we had a lot of other podcast issues tonight. Um, just getting started, so yeah, and we've suffered from our art. Suffered from our art. <laughs> mm. Oh. Mm. So he's about to advance his mission by doing her. <laughs> Oh, oh. Mm. To reveal a sexy man. Yeah. It's a difference between the two genders. If a woman just turned up in our room, we'd be like, awesome. <laughs> I, think, I suspect if some fella you didn't know turned up in yours, you, you wouldn't be, I tell you what. No, I'd be like, bloody hell. If it was Roger, I'd be like, oh, hello. Well, yeah, no, not no, Becca, he's happily married. <laughs> well, no, not now, obviously. I'd be like, where does, does your wife know where you are? I admire a marvel on this, don't you, Chris? Have we lost Chris? Hello, hello, hello. Tell us, Chris, if you can hear us. If you can. Not really, of course. 
No, but you, you'd be like, oh, where, where's your wife at this time? You'd be like, you'd be like, no, get away from me, you dirty pervy old man. I mean, put it this way, if when she does live, someone had, like, recommended me a night of passion with Thora Heard, I don't think my answer would have been, but she's married, isn't she? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, advancing years, like, you know, are you, I mean, are you okay? Action Sit down, have a cup of tea. Stairs is not quite what that meant. Sure. They're very innocent, I trust you. That's what they all say. They all say oh. that. Then he just charms them. <laughs> oh. And he probably sneaks in unnoticed now with his carpet slippers and that. <laughs> this will help. This will help his mission. But, oh. it's pleased, but it's pleased it's a woman. No. Dr. Hitch, good head. Oh, shame. I wonder if they'll fly on that naked woman from the first, from the other. <laughs> Put that on the back of this naked woman. <laughs> I don't know what the in-flight service involves, but... Cooperation? Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The film, the film should have, yeah. The film should have had like a lot of like blow drying in it, just just to make titles relevant. Spy Love Me was all trampolining, wasn't it? And we've been walking along, you know, Lugas, completely Billy bollocks. <laughs> Ah, M, brilliant. I love this scene. It's really good. If you can see... Oh, no, it must have been the other scene. We can see Michael in the crowd. Michael who? G. Wilson. Oh, oh G. Wilson. Yeah, well, yeah, he does. the producer. Mm. Yeah. Yes, oh. it's a miracle. Oh, Freddie Gray. Yeah, well, it's serious. He, he gets up when he's serious. And, and, you know, if his tea's gone cold. <laughs> yeah. Like Google. It's only serious when he stands. Intelligence community. Now make us a coffee. <laughs> and a, give me Not that. Two sugars. Give me that Reader's Digest. That was halfway through. I was happy. <laughs> That's funny. I was, I, I was reading like laughter, the best medicine. And I don't feel bad. No. Nothing suspicious about a guy just stood in the middle of the room randomly. No. It's quite opulent. Isn't that beautiful? Changing a light bulb's the right bastard, though. Yeah. There's something a bit David Brent about him there. I think it is the beard, for sure. <laughs> Just distract him with the dance. Yeah. 
Living the Brent impression. I see. No. He's not. He's not able to show off because Gogol's not there. Like sat down. Well done, James. None of that. It's all very well to keep saying take two weeks leave of absence, but like 007 is going to be really pissed off when he finds he's doing all this unpaid leave because he keeps using up his leave allocation. Every time every time he's got to do a mission, he's got to do it on his holiday. <laughs> you know, sat there eating his Christmas dinner completely fucking unpaid. Yeah. Do you think he can put, like, condoms on expenses? Joe's oh, going through... Doesn't I mean, that's assuming he would wear condoms, obviously. But could he? Yeah. Super. Let's see if we can get someone with a bit of Marty Feldman about them to look shocked. Oh, Concord before they found out it was really fucking dangerous. Uh, I think it did London to New York in three and a half hours. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, because, it it the speed, it, because of the noise and that, it could only do the speed of sound once it was out over the Atlantic or something like that. So not even all the journey was at um, the speed of sound. So, yeah. I nearly, spent, I nearly said speed of light, but we haven't suddenly achieved warp. <laughs> um, we achieved warp. Yeah. I think they're, they're looking at, like, oh, I don't know who they are, but I know some airliners and designers and stuff are looking at, like, next generation supersonic aircraft. Cool. Yeah, probably not in our lifetime. Concorde was out of the price range of most people anyway. Most of us would never have experienced it. And Chris goes to, like, New York every couple of months. Twice every couple of months. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, basically, the first woman along, he should test his masculinity by, like, just starting to fuck her without any consent whatsoever. That's what i do, obviously. She was asking for it with that shaking motion. Ah, oh, dear. Not even talking about, you know, did you see EastEnders last night? No no small talk. Sorry. 1979, isn't it? Uh, sons and Daughters. Yeah, probably. But then I think it was only on, like, Mondays and Wednesdays back in the day, so depends. If this is Tuesday or Thursday, probably. If it's Sunday, they might discuss like the Generation game or something with Larry Grayson. Yeah. Whatever happened to the likely lads in the series? Well, they've answered it by putting them in episodes. Whatever happened to them, they're right there. Look at this. It's straight. I, I don't like this scene. I'm, I'm making jokes about it, but it's like, what do you do for, in Rio? Well, evidently, you know what you'll be doing. Does she get any say in it?
Yeah, they don't tend to bend over, don't tend to bend over and go help yourself. They haven't right. I, I would just, if you're determined to do that scene, I would have liked to possibly, you know, do some more takes of it. And it doesn't, I don't like it very much. I, I don't think it's meant to imply a lack of consent, but it's just filmed in a way that just doesn't work for me. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to fuck a woman with zero consent, then do it with some charm, obviously. I'm surprised Becca hasn't cut in with other forms of sexual assault are available. <laughs> I was too busy laughing. <laughs> it was coming to the territory, doesn't it, I imagine? <laughs> Things he does for his country. Or the women he does for his country. Anyway, this is quite a terrifying scene. Ooh. Well, not that scene, obviously, but this scene. Oh, yeah, dancing ladies. <gasps> <laughs> no, the scene where you've got advancing jaws. Obviously, it's very this close. Is, this is really vampiric. It is. Yeah, because he's got to be a good guy. What kids wanted. There's a cat. Yeah, they gave him an audience reaction, didn't they? That's what the kids want. Well, it is at the end of the day. Oh, she's having a good time. Well, that was always Dalton's complaint. He talks about it on Everything or Nothing. You know, I can't take my seven-year-olds. It was never made for that age. No. Um, I mean, he came, comes quite close to saying he really doesn't like the Roger era. Not really, no. She's what? Does that go in the sort of Star Trek Panini album? All right. Isn't it? Oh, terrifying. Yeah, wait till he's just, yeah. She could have killed him about five times at the speed he was moving out there. No, it was a knife, wasn't it? Well, yeah. If you want to shoot someone, I do find a gun's better than a knife. Oh, look, he's dancing away because it's all fun, really. That was really scary up to that point. Yeah. Now it just looks like he's trying to kiss her. Perhaps, um, perhaps Roger could like do a bit of judo and sort it out. Oh, best smiling Bond of the lot. He flashes an even better smile at the end of this film. You do get the impression that old guy dancing down the street with a woman has paid for her. It's like he's strong enough to get out of that. Do you know what I mean? But it's, he looks like he's off to do a magician's act. But I 
I love the fact he says something like, I told you not to talk to any strange men, and she chuckles. She's literally just nearly had, like, a carotid artery bitten out. <laughs> and now she's like, ha, oh, James. <laughs> this film's lovely to look at, though. Yeah, I was going to say. I've been waiting for a live-action Falkhorn Leghorn film for so many years. <laughs> Starring Edward Snowden. That is not a question I was expecting to be asked. I mean, I've, I've got, I think I might have it in a drawer somewhere. Let me go and see if I can find it. I found some casting as Falkhorn Leghorn. Will Ferrell. Easily. He looks nothing like a chicken. <laughs> CGI chicken. No idea. Um, oh god. <laughs> oh <laughs> fucking hell! That's really random. Where's this conversation gone? <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, the live-action Elmer Fudd film, go! <laughs> oh, uh, Who's that guy, the highest-paid actor in Hollywood? Let's have a look. It'll come to me, hold on. What was the question? Because I just took my jumper off and I couldn't actually hear a fucking what you said. Let's go. Never mind. We'll, we'll come to you. I just I couldn't remember the name of an actor. But we'll move on. Okay. Well, any actor, Michael Caine. No. <laughs> there you go. Never mind. Well, we fantasy casting Elba Fudd still. <laughs> no, I gave up on that one. All right. Yeah, I agree, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> well, there you go. We've got our tagline for this. <laughs> Kevin Spacey is Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> I say boy. In Moonraker. And I say, I say boy. <laughs> I mean, really, Jaws, he's so slow, he should team up with someone else. Like, basically, he should get someone like, well, maybe like Usain Bolt or something. He could run over fast and like twat Roger. And whilst Roger's like stunned, he can lumber over and bite him. Yeah. Only if she's got big boobs. And glasses. Makes me think of J uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis at the end of Trading Places. She plays Swedish or something, but dresses German. <laughs> For... You would have... They probably tested that. They probably got a range of people along to sort of try and bite through it. 
Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, it was like, yeah, that the thought had occurred to me. Yeah. It's one step away from fuck off. <laughs> His name's Jaws, he kills people. Well, yeah. Not in this film. No. But he does have his first and only line of spoken dialogue. Hello. Three, two, one. Yeah, this is kind of just like... Well, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me as much as Tom Mankiewicz's dialogue. No. You know, it's not the thing that tends to bother me about this or the last film. But it's, it's significant, though. It's not, it's not like an amazing, world-changing piece, but it's important nonetheless. Yeah, I, I, as like I say, I've, I've never wildly disliked this film. I wasn't looking forward to it when we came round to sort of review it. Because I was already starting to get a bit fed up with Roger Moore's era anyway. Um, and Moonraker's got such a toxic reputation. But of course it alters the expectations you come into it with. Um, I had such low expectations that I ended up really enjoying it. Certainly on the first watching. Anyway. Uh, I mean, even the, yeah, the second. Even the, you know, there were two or three of these where it wasn't bothering me. It was only when I had to watch it quite a few times. Um, here we go. Look at this. Well, he's not punching through metal there, is he? Whee! Look at this. Well, you stop concentrating. It's on, but you're not really watching it. Um, I'm normally quite good at sort of, as I say, paying attention to films. I know really well if it is for something like this. But it was it was too often in a short. Well, there were various reasons we had to co we kept trying to reset it for like midweek and things like that, and it just didn't happen. So it meant that I've watched it about four times in about a week and a half, and that's just way too much. Oh, that looks scary, doesn't it? That looks terrifying. Yeah, a bit like shoot with the rancor. Look at this. That's meant to be really. <laughs> I mean, how much fucking power? How much power's in that thing? Sponsored by Seven Up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not caught up on that sort of thing. I don't get into product placement. I'm just going to have a lemonade and relax and watch the rest. <laughs> Other lemonades are available. Such as Sprite. Like Sprite, and our oh, whites and shops. Our oh, whites, the official drink of Barbara Back. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hang on a minute. I've just been followed by Roger Moore Bond on Twitter. Well, right. that's a coincidence. I only mentioned this fucking film on Twitter tonight. <laughs> and the last that, tweet was about Moonraker. Is that us or did it talk? Oh. No, it's not me. Oh. Obviously, the, the Bond's name carries carries weight. Is that just what it is? So he's called Bond. He's banned like it. Let's have a look. <laughs> is he Roger Moore or Sir Roger? He's Sir. No, I think it was Roger Moore Bond. At oh, Roger Moore Bond. Oh, cool. If you look, the last follower is me. Cause I oh, yeah. Bond. Oh, yes, best pound away. That's getting a bit graphic. Yeah. <laughs> Risque. 
It's got to keep up the top now. PG rating. I'm glad that this never causes any, you know, knocking, whacking people at the, you know, base of the brain doesn't have any lasting effects. I quite like that. What I love about this scene is, firstly, they've got Roger on a drip, which is just like, why? I'm all for realism. But secondly, I love the fact that they hedge their bets here. She's like, well, I'll try and romance him with me come to bed eyes. And he's thinking, well, he might be gay, so I best. It's only a shame it's not a Rolls Royce. Well, he's not much of a prize, this fella, is he? I mean, you know, it's all very well to, like, be competitive, but you've got... Oh, oh, yeah, there you go. There's some action. Yeah, he's got time to cut through it all. Oh, what action. Sorry about that. I just... I just... He had time to, like, bury his face in a muff. There is. I'm just second how long's left on my Seiko watch and smoking a Marlboro. <laughs> Drinking seven. No, no. R, R. White is the official M. Oh, R. White. Oh, yes, of course. How could I forget? Look at that speeding up. So. I must say, I'm not a fan of the speedy up film in this film. <laughs> oh. You wouldn't, would you? The only film it sort of bothered me was like Thunderball because A, there was so much of it and B, I don't think, I think they were trying to pass it off as amazing action. I tend to think by now they must know that there's a little bit of a cheese factor to it. Oh, for fuck's sake. I love this. Do you? All right. I love the fact that anything, anytime something a bit cheesy comes on screen, a split second after I say, or whatever, Becca goes, I love this. <laughs> I was like a bit in, in Spy, where, you know, you're kind of like walking through the desert, so also you hear the strings of David yeah. Dean's classic. I hate it. Largely <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I love it. I, yeah, just, it is stupid yeah. and it's cheesy, but I just think it's brilliant. So when I asked the question, I mean, who the fuck's laughing at this? Me. Uh, the answer was you. <laughs> Very often me. Plus, this doesn't have a great line. In the section as well, not that section where the monks fight him, but yeah. But obviously, the, one of the next sections where we hear pew 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 of the lasers and balls pew bowlers to blow seven. He's not as worried now. The director no. not not said you're very worried. <laughs> You've set a desk up for her. Oh, what is she? You know, <laughs> field secretarying. She is. She has back phone and other phone. Yeah, it's a massive typewriter, isn't it? And a very tight perm. All skew bowlers, double this one. Yeah, well, they've gone for some narrative consistency here. Yeah, they have. I don't know. <laughs> very farmy day. Well, you know, the whole Brazilian uh, Western thing. They're trying to get in all the genres, like... I don't know. In space. 
I don't know. Was it? Nobody can hear you scream. Fred Astaire should sort of dance through now as well. He's <laughs> good. Yeah, action adventure, western, religious epic. I'm sure they take the actual desk from his office in London with them. <laughs> it's just mm. like, go. Have it flown air freight. <laughs> You're right after all, Bond. <gasps> really? But he's always. Oh, yeah. No, you can't see the formula. No. Not allowed. Did Roger Moore ever, like, get anything wrong in any of his films? What no. do you know about... Sorry, <laughs> what do you know about uh, Scaramanga Bond? Oh, oh cool. Who's that? Nothing. <laughs> Bloody hell is he? No, he didn't. Uh, he, he, you know, he'd leave himself open enough to sort of take a punch and go, oof! But uh, apart from that, no. <laughs> Yeah. Was that oh, in Goldfinger go. where uh, he spends most of the time being captured due to his own idiocy? Well, not idiocy, but but no, there's yeah, there's very little that. Yes, but he rapes himself out of the situation. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's true. Oh, look at that! I think the only thing that he does look most is trash. Look at the of casuality. La 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 la. Is my Rolex watch? Oh, no, it would be Rolex for a little bit. It might be at this stage. It might still It'll be. Seiko. Well, I don't know. Seiko are sponsors of this because they were on some of the banners. Sony. Sony don't make watches. No, but a, a little screen maybe. Oh, yeah. Like they, like they did in You Only Live Twice where they had some completely improbable angles. Yeah. Well, they were in Japan, don't you know? Well, that that's, uh, explains it then, obviously. Yeah, do you remember that four-hour bike chase we had in living, uh, boat chase we had in Living Let Die? Let's just do a Which little Which one is price. it? Is it is it this one? This one or Living Let Die where you get like the car chase, foot chase, boat chase? You get basically action scenes on uh, you know, land, well, sea, and air. Oh yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that is right where you get it across everywhere. Yeah, when they said the, when they yeah, said. Yeah. The, when they said the four elements, of course, they didn't mean the periodic table. Here's our magnesium, no. here's our magnesium action sequence. <laughs> and now tungsten. And now helium. Bond playing darts. <laughs> so in terms of the Bond boats, where does this rank then? Obviously, because you've got like Q-boat. Um, give a shit, to be honest. <laughs> This it's is probably, just, apart from the one where it turns, obviously it turns into the, the glider at the end. Well, probably the, oh, iconic, but the iconic boat se sequence of the series is probably The World Is Not Enough. Yeah, I would have to say so. Maybe the, I don't know, the, the boat chase in Living and Die, perhaps. Yeah, it's just too long, that's all. It is a central sort of piece in that film, isn't it, as an mm -hmm. action sequence? 
I think purely like the boat chase and the world is not enough purely just because of its length because it is like what 13, 14, 15 minutes long. I, I've, was no, I, I've never timed it. It felt very long, but I don't. I just thought that was because I was no. getting pissed off with Pepper and stuff. Other condiments are available. <laughs> Other redneck sheriffs are available. <laughs> to take your call. Roscoe P. Coltrane is is one we'd recommend. <laughs> if oh, indeed yeah. he was a sheriff, because I can't remember, because I haven't seen the Dukes of Hazzard for 35 years. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, watch out, Jaws. You're going to go over. Oh, that's quite a cool he, movie. He's though, quite relaxed it? about it. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Quick, Jaws, do something. Oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> that's my projection. And it's quite oh, obviously hello. a model. It's only a model. Oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, George, you can swim. But the other guys, not so much. Narrow his eyes look chuffed. He's probably frantically doing his hair under that now. One of our listeners, Simon Gordon Voice Woolly, have actually been to Ignacy Falls. I'm sure he can oh, he? tell us about how lovely it is. Cool. Fun fact, folks. We would scream that's fun, folks, but that's just juvenile, let's be honest. <laughs> I just casually tossed your helmet there. You know, Nobody's going to pick up the fact that you're there. There's no need to be obscene, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed that before. It's like, well, you know. <sighs> when you've spent that much time lacquering, you want the world to see the results. And not only that, you might, you might bump into not Helen Slater and you want to look at your best. No, I haven't seen. Oh dear. It is a safari suit, isn't it? He wears a safari. <laughs> 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 an actual safari. <laughs> no, that's, that, that's an octopus suit where he, he. Yeah. That's an octopus suit where he runs into those spiders and, and that tiger. If it was past the first 10 minutes, I probably wasn't paying much attention. Oh, onto a set on point. Hello. Bonjour. Or should I say, und quand un quanda? <laughs> what is this place? Could it look any more like a set? Yeah. <laughs> no, don't go over that. Let's have a little romantic look at each other. Yeah. yeah it's easy to go round it. Look. Yeah, just the slippery, most slippery substance you can find. <gasps> a miniature, you no. know, just have a miniature ice skating rink along there. But what's the point of that bridge when you can easily it's go not around it? Oh, look, it's those ladies that we saw earlier. Oh, we haven't seen her before. And they're less, less fanciable. And they're less fanciable women. And one of them's smiling, so it must be all right. They're smiling because they're not aware that Roger's happily married. <laughs> Probably think they're in for a shot. Oh, in you go. Yeah, don't don't smile at me. I won't do you first. 
I, I mean, mm. you, you'd start with not Helen Slater, then you'd start with not that one from Majesties. Not Joanna Lumley. No, it's the other one who looks a bit like um, Catherine. Is it Caroline or Catherine Chanel? One of them looks a little bit like the second one. The one he does after Ruby, where she doesn't even know he's thinking. Oh, second. her, yeah, yeah, not her. Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah it's Catherine. I think it's Catherine Shell. Oh, this is so obviously if I. It was also in. Snake. Wasn't she in one of the Pink Panther films? I think she might have been in Return of the Pink Panther. Maybe, obviously, a fake rubber snake. No, it's a real snake. It's a rubber one. A real, a real rubber <laughs> snake. It's a real rubber snake. <laughs> oh God! If only you can find uh... that pen from earlier. Oh, that's a... It's poison, I think. That's not even one of her gadget. One of his gadgets. <laughs> yeah, he's just put the suit on. It's like you know, what of the real? Go on. Then you could sign your work afterwards. Rog was here. Oh dear. They don't really dress for the weather conditions, do they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. Perhaps they were amateur boxing before they... <laughs> I don't know. The logic of this film was fucking flawless to your point of turn out too. Oh Christ, that 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 look hey, that reminds me of Blo- Blofeld's lair in Spectre a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. More screens. Well, they are arbitrarily yeah, turning knobs. You're there, arbitrarily turning knobs. Just fall over. <laughs> it is beautiful but deadly. I will kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. oh, so he's kind of benevolent. He must preserve the balance of nature. By poisoning nearly everybody. And it's just people. It's not the planets or, you know, plant life. It's just the people. Right, okay. So basically... It's humanity he hates. He's poison ivy then. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm. Oh, dear. When we come to Batman, I am not looking forward to that. Oh, I'm looking forward to Batman and Robin. Oh, dear, dear. I to see you. The only thing is, it, it is a bit of an open goal. I mean, of a film to, like, tear apart, Batman and Robin is just... It it's going to be hilarious. It is picking on the disabled, really. Oh. You've never seen not. Batman and Robin all the way through? Do you think you've seen all the sort of constituent parts of it in different sittings? Or have you literally just seen, like, the start or something? Mm. 
to this day, George Clooney, if he meets anyone who's disappointed with Batman and Robin, reimburses them. Yeah. Really? And I'll give you some money. I, I didn't like it any of the 400 times I went to see it. <laughs> Look, I want to see your ticket. At 1997 prices, that'll be £2,000, please. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he played is the it, game. Is that, for, is that serious? For real? Yeah, no, that's serious. Or right. it, Whether it's a sort of urban myth, I don't know, but I believe that to be true. That George, he, if you're listening, can you confirm? Yes, no. George, if you're listening, can you tell Samuel to give us a call? Because we want to know about his role as in McDowell's, Robin McDowell's. We're really... Anyway, in you go. Bit seems like it's going to be a short of warmth. I think the costumes are quite interesting in this, in terms of kind of like sort of black, white. I mean, joking aside, he's wearing a nylon safari suit at the moment, but um, well, no, I know it's in terms of the colour scheme, though. I think, but for, but no, for most of the rest of the film, he's dressed really well, and when you go and watch. Um, uh, the Spy Who Loved Me, by comparison, th- this film is actually more stylish for the most part. Oh, definitely. In my opinion, anyway. Is that... Is that what? Is that my painting? I think it was. Yeah, it, I think it was as well. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know what you were going to say, but as I said, pardon, I saw what I thought was a matte painting, and I thought, I yeah, bet... Yeah, like, or, or a model first. or a matte painting or something, yeah. Yeah. It's insane how um, budgets have gone, though, because this is an expensive film for its time. It's just something I've only just noticed now. And if so, you implied... I mean, that's, a, that's, that's not a matte painting. No, but if you applied any kind of inflation to this, there's no way you'd end up with some of the budgets you get today. No. So I, they do throw more money at these things now. Okay. Well, that's good. Is that Rotten Tomatoes? Mm, I'm just wondering if it's past embargo date yet. Let's have a look. Mm. Uh, Well, no, because you can give a general reaction on Twitter. Um, So you can just give some general positive noises or something. There's no reviews yet covered by Rotten Tomatoes, so I am assuming... Um, it's still embargoed. Have we got? Uh, is it is is it largely film critics or people we know? Because we do know people who get to press screenings. All right. It's just there's a very very good chance that I follow them too because we we yeah, we all ended I think up we meeting. All follow the same people. I was going to say we we ended up meeting because we were all in kind of the same roughly the same circles yeah well you mentioned scott um uh, <laughs> I was familiar earlier. um it was ross 
Miller who posted. Ross Miller, that, that was one. Yeah, uh, we, I think, yeah, he's a, he's a critic, isn't he? I think. Who was I going to say? Oh no, the chap I was thinking of. Sorry, no, I used to write the magazine, but I, he doesn't do journalism anymore. Um, yeah, Ross Miller. Yeah, he's a sort of a critic as well, isn't he? So. The, tr- the, the problem with any kind of sequel to Trainspotting is it, it captured the zeitgeist. It captured it captured a time and a spirit, and it it goes beyond almost rational reviewing the original Trainspotting now. Yeah. And it's just so hard to recapture that. I'm glad they've left a long time. I think you know, leave it twenty years and look at it through a different time. No, it's, it's good, yeah, it's good to see that the follow-up is, you know, has early um, positive reviews. Yeah. Well, if Spud if Spud shits the bed again, we got a problem. <laughs> so, <what then? laughs> The funny thing with Trainspotting is it's a film I've, I've always always liked, always had a, a lot of love for and I've owned at times in my life. Um, but it's not a film I'm ever really desperate to watch anymore. I don't know if it's because I've seen it too many times. Or it's, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, it, I've got nothing negative to say about it. It's just that, you know, I used to be married. When I split, when my marriage broke up, um, we sort of split some of these things. And train spotting was one of those. I just went, you can have it. And it's not because I've got anything negative to say about it. I just knew that it would sit in a pile and never really get watched again. Now, I don't believe I don't know how this was done, but it wasn't done motion control, which means that they've basically done it with older technology than Star Wars. And I think it looks great for its time. They're not just young. They're all very at their sexual peak, you see? Yeah. We can tell they're going to repopulate. I just wonder how we managed to get all these people to go along with, like, yeah, we're going to kill everyone. Don't you need a bigger fucking um, sample size than you? Not a bigger dick. Don't laugh. Becca giggled then. I just thought she was going. Um, Don't you need a bigger sort of sample size than that to avoid, like, inbreeding? 
Wouldn't you have to take like a few thousand, not like eight or whatever? Well, I think it depends on how. Well, it depends on how related they are at the time, I guess. But yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> how related they are. We'll give it a few generations, they'll be very related. Well, you know, it's like, I, don't, I don't know how many people have they actually got. Oh, I don't know, but there's they're not that many, I don't think. You'll know Dak Drax had a lot of fun if all the kids coming back come back look like David Brent. <laughs> Reminds me of the, the third Naked Gun film where you see Frank Jr. and he's got like grey hair. <laughs> you've got, <laughs> like got kids all we go to. You've got less than yours there. It's like the milkman Pat Farrell or whatever he's called. <laughs> all the kids have facial hair. <laughs> Oh, there's going to be a big bonfire. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's still on the phone. The Chinese are a great bunch of lads. <laughs> this bit is quite slow. We, this is why we're tangented. I mean, we, we've tangented on like good films and, and as well, but I think it says something about the last third of this film. We stayed a lot more on topic in the first well, hour. Or so. It's because it's sl- because it's space. Everything's gone slower. So they're yeah. moving very slowly. Oh, you're gonna see a classic, you know, moon-based fight between Superman and Nuclear Man when you get to Superman Four. Oh yeah. Oh, superb. Voiced by uh, Gene Hackman. Yeah. Um. Which is, when we get to the film, that's kind of creepy. Because it implies something about Lex Luthor and what he got up to. (laughs) Well, he takes Superman's genetic material and creates a a blonde man with Gene Hackman's voice. (laughs) Are you, are you suggesting that he... Uh... I'm suggesting he had a bit of a wank into that before he fired it <laughs> The other thing in you, that film you, is... You're like, probably right, just out of spite, you know. <laughs> the other thing is he puts in a tiny bit of cloth to make him his outfit, which is quite funny. But the other thing I love is Superman um, throws all the nuclear... He puts all the nuclear weapons into, like, a big net and then spins it around to throw it into the sun. And I'm just thinking, what if that had come loose? Just as he spun it, and it was facing <laughs> out. Oh shit! <laughs> so, oh shit! Flies out. I mean, he couldn't stop two. He'd, str- he'd struggle with like five hundred and two. Well, I suppose that's one way of uh, get the world stop fighting with your <laughs> Don't worry, guys. And then he flings it right at us. <laughs> I just imagine that happening. You sort of like there in space going... Every time he spoops it, he accidentally lets go or the rope breaks. He's there like, he's there biting his knuckles going... (laughs) Oops. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) He just flies back down on everyone's there screaming and dying. He's like, what happened here then? (laughs) So I threw it to the sun. Oh, hang on. Take him from, take him from Earth and send him to the sun, not Earth. Right. 
And then, oh, uh, uh, and then the voice and the voiceover man says, "Should have gone to Specsavers." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, Superman and Clark Kent go on a double date, <laughs> which is the maddest idea ever. A double date with the one who fell in love with and he did the amnesia kiss on. It's just mental. Oh, he does something in that film that is a complete dickhead thing to do as well. Yeah, I know. Well, the amnesia kiss is in the same ballpark, yeah. Well, that, well, by the end you you get to Superman 2, you can understand... Why in this sort of fucking leader? Yeah, I mean, even even in the Lester cut, because she's devastated, mm. and you know she just cannot handle it. Where amnesia kisses come from is a different matter, but you know, yeah. But yeah, but it's, it's... in this film, it's like you get the impression he does this like every Tuesday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm a bit bored now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brain damage. This woman got, and it's, it, and it's, it's, it's the way he does it. It's like rather than actually sort of like just sort of take the last up and tell her, he says, "No, I'm just going to like sort of just walk her off a building." Yeah, And then he sort of hurls her in midair as well. It's like great. I've got someone to talk to. Yeah. But we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah, he's going to, as an old man, uh, Jaws will be stooping years of bending down to kiss her. Still, towards the end of this film, I'm I'm thinking he might speak and give us some more of his unique view of the world. (laughs) I I do love him as a villain, but if he did honestly have to like sort of stand there and listen to his speeches, he would be so boring. It would be very dull, wouldn't it? Yeah, particularly as it's not like he's got to rally the troops. They're fucking there. Do you know what I mean? Got <laughs> no choice. Right, lads, we all got a job, so you know, you know what to do. Right, get on with it. We're in space, so there's not much op- other option. And go very slowly. Yeah, I don't think you're any you, slower in space. I don't think it quite works like that. But do, 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 you, do you think everyone's looking around thinking, like, them two, they're, they're a bit old to be around here, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Perfect specimens um, tend to be, you know, middle-aged and English, like their cigars. You know. <laughs> got the Happily married. <laughs> Popular with women in the thirties. These guys, these are perfect specimens as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because male pattern baldness, fucking the women love it. Trust me. Those <laughs> no, fans, they're probably there for their uh, their skills Science to op- skills, yeah to, to operate this stuff. They're probably not there to. They're probably not allowed to shag anymore. Yeah. Possibly each other if they get bored. <laughs> just like, yeah, it's like, hey, like we're on a date, just punching people. Yeah. 
do you know if I was up in space where like you know you imagine your environment's quite fragile I'd, I'd be a bit nervy about just pulling cables <laughs> out the wall. Are yeah. you sure this won't do anything? <laughs> right. This will either kill us or unplug the kettle. I'm not sure which. Ah, <laughs> oh, gentle Gogol. Stood up! He's in his pyjamas. That's probably not pyjamas. He's probably bleeding from all the stress. Is that fine? Yeah, there will be a lady there, won't there? There always is. The trouble is, I can't see close-in shots like yeah. that. Now. I think of the Wrath of Khan, where that fucking Edson gets up in front of Kirk. Oh, here we are. It's really dodgy. We're getting the reveal now. You're going to sleep, nothing but problems, problems, problems. Problems, problems, problems. He's in, he's in bed. Not Heidi. <laughs> Not Heidi. Yeah, I can see why Drax bored me now. You need the sound, you need to hear the delivery and so on. It's, it's a, I think, you know, when you're a kid, you don't really get, like, dryness so much, do you? He's just very, very dry. Mm, yeah, I think you're right. But, yeah, I mean, if someone put this film on and I'd never seen it and all they showed me was the space stuff... I would think this was fucking horrendous. <laughs> no. Oh, look, he's punched him, right? And it hurt his hand? Because, like, his teeth are metal. And then he bends a bar around his neck, which Roger leant forward to accept willingly, bizarrely. <laughs> they had, like, a weird moment there. It, like, kicked him in the balls, and then, like, and Joel's like, oof, what you want? Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what that was there. Oh, no, it's it's almost like because they've got choreographers and stuff working on this, and you just get the no, they don't. Come on. Well, I'm just thinking that, like, I, I wonder if they've just got no idea, or whether they choreograph it and then Roger goes in and kind of fucks it up a bit. And they go, <laughs> oh, oh, fuck well, it, we're behind schedule. Fuck it. I don't get the impression Drax is going to like fully um, um, enjoy all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it doesn't look like it's going to be party time once they get this little bit of local trouble sorted. What, now I've killed everything in the entire world, now it's going to... a bit boring well, now, isn't it? He wants a master race. I'm presuming he's going to get involved and reuse shots like that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't believe it when uh, they used this on the 007 Legends game as the oh, Roger yeah. film. Yeah. My God, what, what, how many times, what would how many you times rather shared my Miguel Ferrer's death here? <laughs> what What would you? Oh, uh, what, what would you? Oh, I really. what, I just sorry. kept on it to fit read, and I didn't mean to share it. What? Okay. No, go on, go right. on. Sorry, Chris. What? What film would you rather be on the 007 Legends game? Which Roger? Well, the film? game. The game was awful, so it doesn't right. matter. 
but they they basically they sort of reimagined them with different actors bit like the GoldenEye game, uh, Reloaded game, where they sort of changed... They put Daniel Craig in all of them. That was, a bit, Daniel... po- that was a bit pointless, though, wasn't it? Just like, yeah, we just put Daniel Craig in. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, they put Daniel Craig sort of... So that his Connery... Well, it, it, was, it was his likeness, but it wasn't his voice, isn't it? It was a voice actor, but it was essentially not oh, Daniel sound, Craig. It sound, but it didn't even sound like him. No, it, it didn't. It wasn't even a loose impression. It was Daniel Craig's visage with a completely different voice coming out of it. Um, whereas he did voice... Um, Oh, what was the other one? He did Bloodstone. He did voice yeah. rap. But um, his Connery was um, Goldfinger, and it was largely the attack on Fort Knox, I think. Uh, the Roger film was this one and this stuff up in space. The Obviously, Majesties, because George only did one. Um, Tim was the tanker chase from License, I think. And Goldeneye, they used Die Another Day. Yeah, that was a bit weird. I can't remember what scene from Die Another Day, but they used Die Another Day. I would have... Would it not be like the the invisible car? The invisible car stuff? No, because it was a first-person shooter, sort of a lame Call of Duty kind of thing. Um, I think it was... It would be on the plane then, wasn't it? Must be like the stuff on the. No, I, d- I don't know, but they they just made odd choices. I mean, which 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 Roger film would you use? Well, you would have thought the Spy Who Loved Me is his most iconic, so you would think it would be that. But I don't know. I guess, but you've got to think of like a mixture of other stuff as well. You know, like the thing with uh, Moonraker, you've got the space, so that's like, oh, that's. It's that's different. Fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, the, the only half-decent one was Majesty's, because obviously you're Stormy Pitt's Gloria. Missed opportunity, there. The game was a missed opportunity. And it was all meant to be this dream sequence after he'd been shot at the start of Skyfall, and then there was going to be like a Skyfall sequence downloaded, downloadable later. Oh, that's the company, shit. The company, yeah. lost, the company lost the contract and all the rest of it, and the game flopped. I mean, I, 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 they, they showed what the front cover of it looked like. I mean, look up 007 Legends on like Amazon now and see what the half-assed cover they put on it. And I, I, I'd go to a Bond forum and see far, far better fan art versions. They'd go, well, what if we use this? And it just looks so much better. Had so much more potential, didn't it, I think? It was just lazy. It was, it was another example of how lazy the 50th anniversary was. Certainly in this country. A shot of it actually. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. How, yeah, lazy, how lazy! How lazy is that artwork? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What was Bloodstone like? I this liked game. Bloodstone. Yeah. yeah, I quite enjoyed it as well. That was like a third-person shooter. Yeah. So um, I, I, I nearly got that, but I was swayed to buy. Although there was a, there was a. There was, as you, there was, as you would expect, a DB5 based car mission in it as well. Mm. Um, there's a couple of boat sequences. It was quite good. It was quite good, but it felt like it was back when you know the Craig era was fairly new, and it was all kind of exciting. And then he voiced the game, and I thought that was cool. Um, I actually wish they 
give I, I really wish we had decent Bond video games and I kind of wish they were spun off as maybe an alternate version you know maybe maybe design like a 50s or 60s Bond just for the just for the games um, though that Pierce Brosnan one wasn't it uh, everything and nothing that was pretty good I heard that was good I never played it you did didn't you Becca? Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I think that's probably one of my favourites, yeah. actually, if not my favourite of all the Brosnan game series. Um, I think, mm. I think Nightfire was okay. Um, how how seventies? Nothing is like its fifth film. Agent Under Fire, I think was yeah, probably my top one. Um, and then Bloodstone was, was kind of was okay. The only I enjoyed ones it. I've, the only the only ones I've played, I played a little bit of Quantum of Solace, only a little bit. I didn't rate uh, that very much. Uh, I played, I've played Bloodstone and I've played the Golden Eye Reloaded. Yeah, Golden Eye Reloaded was quite good. Um, yeah, yeah Golden Eye Reloaded is quite good fun. Um, I think I played it on the Wii, Wii and the and the PS3 as well. Um, but the, the Golden Eye on on the Wii is is classic and cool. But sadly, I don't think it's been ported over from like the you know the N64 just yet um, on you know oh, virtual console. Yeah. And it would be outdated now as well. Yeah, I, I don't know if they'll ever do it on. Like for example, when the when the switch is released, uh, this is also going to date this episode um, in March this year. Um, I don't know if we're going to see it or not, just due to licensing laws. I don't know, but that that would be amazing. But I think yeah, I think Goldeneye will forever be the absolute well favorite of a Bond game. I'm not really a first person shooter guy. No, I mean, like, just for the sheer nostalgia, and mm. I mean the now. Terrible graphics, but obviously at the time it was like cutting edge. Um, yeah, it even had a gun barrel at the start. It did. <gasps> I think the players, um, as Nick could not jump very high. Yeah. What do you, do you get to do? What he did in the film, going like you know, smack Bond on the bum. You, you've, got, <laughs> you, you've got him at your mercy and can kill him. And Take you, that! Smack. You, you smack him on the bum and run away. <laughs> That's funny. I remember what you're saying, Dave, about like. Friendly with pulling wires from uh, from certain places while well, they're just blatantly shooting lasers everywhere now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Guy, guy falls off the ladder. It's we're comedy. Just, yeah, we're just not. We're not saying much about any of this because there's not much to say. It's it's not particularly great actually. It, well, it's just you know, bond with lasers. It's a bond end, Yeah, it's a bond ending, but with lasers. Um, and because we know there's no way they were shot in camera. <laughs> It, it does. It does feel like a play fight. <laughs> it was fun when you kid like, "Oh my god, Bond in space!" Yeah, I don't ever remember this being a favourite though. Um, oh. bizarrely, I liked the man with the golden gun as a kid. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I liked to kill because it was my first. Heartbroken, because he just shot him in the heart. You get it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, he's fucking witty, this guy. Yeah, tracks had better lines. Yeah. It's time to put you out of my misery. Yeah. The tedious inevitability of an unloved season. That's too <laughs> it's long-winded, but I think it's, it's quite not a good pithy, line. is it? No, it's not, but it's quite a good line, though. But he says it with just like, ah, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, put you after my misery. I think was the best track line. 
And I quite like um, take care of Mr. Bond, see that some harm comes comes through. Comes gone, yeah. Oh, I like that. That's a good line, yeah. I, like that I think it's one of the best silky villain line. Silky villain. He uses Timothy. <laughs> Especially as he's like he's the official like, shampoo. Of what you expect us to talk? <laughs> Especially as he's sipping on a cup of tea as well. Like, so we oh. need to get to the manufacturers of who makes the bourbon biscuits and also bourbon biscuits. Not bourbon biscuits. Bourbon biscuits. We've done this before. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Anyway, reach out to the manufacturers and say, look. Yeah. We we, we take some the piss out of your products by mentioning them once every six months. Can we have some, <laughs> so can we have some money, please? Can have some airtime, please. No. So shit falls apart. Yeah. Model work is quite good in this film. Yeah, I mean it's obviously models, but it's really well done. It is, but no, yeah, from a technical level. Excuse me. But yeah, all of the Roger Moore films all feel very slightly too long. <laughs> all of them. The, it's just the it's just the, it, the the previous one was even worse. It just goes on forever. It's like for fuck's sake. Yes, you've killed him. Now get him pronto. What I love as well is like in this reality, NASA crafts are all like you know armed with <laughs> photon torpedoes or whatever it is. Christ, in your own time, we must see all this button work. Get on with it. <laughs> yes, get on with it. Get on with it. Oh, he's, oh Jules, where's Dolly? Where's Dolly? Yay. Hello, Dolly. So have all these, like, nice. sort of teenagers nice all, all, all died now from there? Um, I don't know, but it's nice they had a suit in her size, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bless. Couldn't look more kiddie fiddling from that angle if it tried. <laughs> oh, here we go. Right, ready? This We're going to find out a little bit about his philosophy now. He's been in two films. We haven't really learnt much about him, so let's see what he's got to say. Yeah, he's, we've seen him murder, murder people in the previous film. Okay. Here's to us. Okay. That's good. They're going to fly home pissed now because they don't drink a lot of alcohol. They, they're just on a spaceship that's blowing up. Yeah. Hi! It's dropped in dialogue. It is dropped in dialogue that they're adrift but fine or something like that. Yeah. They, it's it's actually said they survived this, which makes no sense. They're, like, they're, they're just going to sort of like... I don't know. Come, come to Earth and they'll be picked up or something like that. Well, it's not like the fucking Enterprise is going to go by, is it? It's yeah. just, I'm not quite sure. Still, next time we're in space, it'll be like, you know, the Superman films and they're, they're a lot more logical. <laughs> yeah, I'll have something to say about that. Mm. Even regarding one, which is probably the best, better of the entire films, but that does something that really pissed me off. Mm. 
also there's there's one shot one scene in the film where they just i think was either reshoots or they ran out of money or something yeah. like that and the effects are noticeably worse than the rest of the film even allowing for the limitations of the time yeah as roger moore just said like it's okay it's only like one thousand miles to earth oh, piece of piss you could walk there in an <laughs> afternoon yeah in in a in a spaceship that has no controls or all sorts of but but but, it, but they can fire phasers <laughs> did they do that with like i don't know neil armstrong or whatever they said well, his rocket said if you do encounter any hostiles some guns on this terrifying yeah i'm scared Watch him play Pong or something. <laughs> oh, look at that. One down. Do it good. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Number two straight ahead. Big turd floating. Oh, look at that. It's getting hot. She might have to start loosening some clothing soon. I mean, it's me- it's painted as tops marksmanship, but it's really not that hard, is it? Just gets the middle hit that button. Yeah. Right, brilliant. It's like every kid's played this game. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I do wonder what kids who are like used to first-person shooters and shit like that would think of this now. The difficulty level of some computer games. So basically, I mean, that would be level one difficulty. Yeah. It's just the, bo- the 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 dot is moving very slowly to the middle, and when it gets there, just press that. She's got the art of job. She's trying to stop them burning to death. <laughs> well, she is probably the more qualified of the two. So yeah, she's yeah, she's the more qualified of the two. That's not true. He's played cards and fucked a few women. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget he's driven uh, expensive sports cars as well. That's true. And fired lasers. Like um, the 2CV. The 2CV. That's the next film. <laughs> That's a sequel. So, yeah, this is this is, this is is Becca's choice. Chris gets to choose next time. Actually, I think this was... Uh, what you're about to say, whatever you're about to say is a technicality. You are not getting another choice. <laughs> Like leaving no. it on someone else. No, this is quite. No, this isn't part of my choice. Uh, but also, one of our listeners. So, if it if it were my choice, then we'd be watching up to Pussy. <laughs> well, it could be your choice after Superman. Looks like we could be doing Octopussy then. Oh God, Dave, Dave will be off sick that day. Oh, well, actually, I might attempt. It, I might attempt it sober this time. Octopussy was the bitterest review I've ever done. I can can't listen to that show. I still believe everything I said. I just think it could have been a little bit more. Um, well, yes, it could have been a little <laughs> bit more. sober. Yeah, more sober. Yeah, <clears throat> you never know. It's never a good sign when you've got to listen to the episode to have any idea what you said. <laughs> All right, I, d- I don't like octopusy then. Clearly, <laughs> but you go anything. I'm going to be quite favourable to this. 
yeah. best smile oh. in the series. When you look at that really quickly and you don't think about it, you just think, like, what, what's poking that sheet up? And then you think, no, hang on, he's lying the wrong way. I'll, Boy, t- Bridges. I'll tell you this I'll tell you this for Drax. He's he's got really good eye for interior design. It's very flashing in in that in those specials. I love the fact it switches camera angle as well. Yeah, they they really you know. It <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of zooms in, cuts into a like a POV he's of uh, Roger's face. Yeah. <laughs> good job it wasn't as he was coming. <laughs> <laughs> just him, the film ends with. I I think that's probably one of Roger's best smiles up. And then a disco version of Where Are You? (laughs) (laughs) Moonraker, yeah. Yeah. Um, It is Roger's best smile. I love it. It's great. Many what smile? The time. I think he's attempting re-entry, sir. One of the best lines in Roger's era. This time we promise it will be for your eyes only next. <laughs> unlike last time. Yeah, unlike Damn last it. time. Well, we didn't know about Star Wars, did we? They should have, oh. they should have written oh. all of that. Great fucking cubby. <laughs> no, that's quite interesting though, isn't it? I mean, who knew? I assure you that, that your eyes only will be next. We'll be coming next. It's for real this time. I can't think what other, other mistakes they've made. They made a couple in the earlier episodes, I think. I can't remember which ones now. Um, and also they did, when they announced A View to a Kill, it was from A View to a Kill. It was from A View to yeah. a Kill. Yeah, the title was wrong. Yeah. But I think otherwise it's generally been okay, hasn't it? Yeah, so. they gen- generally get it right. But like he knew in the late 70s that a little independent film from George Lucas would yeah. set the tone, raise the bar. Well, it wasn't actually dependent, was it? Well, no. Well, no I'm, I'm, being, I'm being ironic. Because Fox, you know. Fox still um, owned the first one. They did, yeah. I was being in- ironic. So. Right. Well, no, but they, they were kind of independent films afterwards. So he did sort yeah. of make them through his own little company. So, yeah, notice the number of French names in all of that. French, yeah, there's a very kind of, um, mm. you know, a lot of sort of French um, companies involved in, in the production of it. So, anyway... Next time we that see that shot, Baker. Christopher Reeve will be grinning at us. <laughs> Superman coming soon. Talk, talk about like using the same shot over again. To a small yeah. screen near you. Yeah. When we say Superman coming, we don't, you know. <laughs> we mean our review coming soon to a podcast in, near you. That's in Superman too. Always got to lower the tone, Dave. That's why we love Seeker you. watches, Bond, Champagne, Air France, 7-Up. Marlboro, Christian Door, Canon Cameras, British Airways, Viag Airways. Right? Funnily enough, they never get sponsored by like Creosote or something. <laughs> or, or, or Dulux. Dulux. It's always luxury brands, isn't it? It's very much a work, you know. Yeah. Bond's always surrounded by luxury brands. Yeah. Anyway. You, you know, you, you can aspire to as a consumer. That's Moonraker, folks. Uh, next time it's Chris's choice, so join us for Octopus. Whatever you want, maybe Octopus or not. I might change. Right yeah, mind. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I shouldn't really do two Rogers in a row. Just seems well, a little bit too much. Uh, not unless you've been eating your greens. Yeah, uh, <laughs> too much Roger. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, you can do it, but your choice. I mean, if Becca chooses a Roger Moore film every time, you'll never get to choose one. So. <laughs> I, I, I partly blame Disney and Roy Cooper for that one because it was kind of his, his, his yeah, you uh, asshole. choice as well. But <laughs> no, I was I was happy to go with this one. So what? Um, what are the uh, main contenders? Well, I don't know. It's your choice. You tell us. No, it's but what like, want to do. But what, what, what would be what, other Bond films? What would be the like? We haven't done already. What would be the potential favourite though? To or favourites? It's whatever you want to do. What do you want to do? Up it to you. When's the bit I'm already done? Already. <laughs> say never say never again if you want. It's entirely up to you. That would be a good one, though. <laughs> All right. <Okay. laughs> you can do that if you want. I don't yeah, know. Okay, Max von Snowden. <laughs> with Max, Max von Snowden. <laughs> but with Max von Stickenspiel. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that did give birth to the phrase starring Edward Snowden. <laughs> That came from Chris trying desperately to pronounce Max von Sydow, and he couldn't do it. Uh, uh, we got Snowden. We got Schlockenspiel. Schlockenspiel. Yeah. Oh, so many uh, injects. They're a death. I do like the fact that this is a this is a uh, a form of communication that's all based around words. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, time we signed off. Next time we start a new series. Yeah, well, as Roger change the light bulb again. Uh, yeah, uh, it will be Superman, won't it? So yes, yeah. uh, the next episode will be the Christopher Reeve classic. Um, and not Man of Steel. The Christopher Lee classic. I said Reeve classic. I heard him. I said Reeve classic. I heard you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Not I'm not the Man of Steel thing. No, Man of Steel's not in the series. Yeah, we're choosing to ignore it. It's not so much choosing to ignore it. It's that's that's DC universe. So. Um, the the series really, and and as per the box set, you can buy is through the Brandon Routh film because that was Brian Singer's love letter to those films. So, yeah, it, it, it yeah. took time out from doing the X Men movies to go and do to make a Superman film. So. Yeah, well, yeah. And that, we know how that turned and, out, didn't we? And, and that was well, back, like, that was back in the day where people were like, oh, please, oh, why, why did, why did Brian Singer do that? Why, do, why, why you should have stick with X-Man and we're now left with last stand which is crap and then uh, only uh, last year Apocalypse seems like uh, maybe it wasn't that good <laughs> oh please get yeah. away from this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right out there available all of a sudden now it's like a good choice oh. anyway so, so I can you follow us on social media if you want to you can follow me at the pasty kid 1976 on Twitter uh, you can follow me at Simmontronics on Twitter if you want, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at expectedtotalk, facebook.com slash expectedtotalk. And also, you can drop us an email if you want to, expectedtotalk at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher. And obviously, you can also, also find the podcast at Chris's website, cinematronics.co.uk. Oh, thank you. Correct. Yes, that is correct. Good job. See, I learned. Get, so, go there now to, to get our summer review. <laughs> <laughs> summer review of 2016. Our, our latest episode. Where we... <laughs> <laughs>
hopefully I shall have more episodes up at some point. I mean, at the moment, at least it's last summer's review. <laughs> Give it six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will be like Join 2017 it, review. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In six uh, months' time. Uh, well, me and Dave talk about like the Oscars and who won. We'll talk about La La Land. <laughs> Winning I tell you what. I tell you what. We will do a Wonder Woman. It's not even my podcast, but I know that when Chris needs someone, he does tend to ask me. <laughs> it might be others as well, but I'm sure I'll be on it. We'll do yeah, a Wonder, we'll, do a, we'll do we'll do a Wonder Woman episode. But just like a random one when it Wonder Woman comes out, it's like, well, we'll just do random. Do you expect it's a talk? Yeah, I didn't mean. I didn't mean just like. <laughs> oh, no, I meant on Cinematronics. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, but yeah, well, I'll sort some new. Episodes out uh, with a slightly new format or or something. Anyway, um, okay. So, but uh, next time it's a man who can defy gravity, not like tonight. <laughs> which means, <laughs> which means, Becca. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No. Do you expect to talk? We'll turn with Superman the movie. <laughs>